Revenue Rhino. I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Roxy Gribben from AkitaVox. Roxy, it's really nice to have you on. Thank you, Brad. Super excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be a ton of fun. So tell me a bit about yourself and about your company. So I've been in marketing for over 25 years, kind of worked in all different industries, started off the first 10 years, retail and consumer products marketing. So that was really fun. Jimboree back when they first went public and they're, you know, blowing up and opening hundreds of stores then to Discovery Channel stores. So that was really fun. And then I moved over to financial services. So worked at Visa for quite a few years in their marketing consulting group. And then I kind of missed working with tangible products, not just, you know, credit cards. So then I went back to retail for a short bit. And then after that, I moved into technology. So really for, uh, gosh, maybe 15 years or so, I've been sort of in, you know, SaaS, in the SaaS world, startups, large global data center companies, and as of last year with Akita Box. So uh, pretty varied experience and kind of all facets of marketing and brand marketing. That's awesome. That's a cool background there. It's been really fun, actually. (laughs) I enjoy learning about new companies and industries. It's always a good challenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've been having a lot of fun at Akita Box. So we've been around for about five years now and we're um, a cloud-based mobile facility management software platform. So basically we deliver real world built environment data. So the facility management industry, parts of it are very old school. You know, people are still using pen and paper or Excel. And so we're really digitizing that, bringing everything forward in the 21st century. So Our data really helps to drive mission-critical facility initiatives. It helps to reduce risk across the board and really helps to support sort of seamless communication. And what we like to say is from the boiler room to the boardroom. So really from, you know, from the facility managers with the boots on the ground all the way up to executives, helping them, you know, manage all of their assets, various work orders, tasks. So getting a lot of things done, you know, much more efficiently. And so what's been really fun, especially over the last year, is that in working with our customers, we've continued to innovate and develop new software to help them solve their complex facility problems. So, for example, facility compliance, capital planning, facility condition assessments, and more. So basically, we're all about improving operational efficiencies to help our customers get away from having to do those time-consuming day-to-day tasks so they can focus their time and limited resources on more mission-critical goals. Nice. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So for those like not really familiar with facility management, would that literally be like, I'm thinking like a big industrial building somewhere and all the systems and maybe all the systems in a factory or something. I think it along the right lines. Yeah, but it it's more, it goes beyond that. So some of the key mm. industries that we work with is higher education. So universities, you know, two-year colleges, four-year colleges, K through 12 education. You know, if you think of a university, there are so many buildings and they have to manage all the different assets within those buildings and the condition, maintenance and all of that. There's hospitals. We do a lot of business in healthcare. So hospitals, clinics, assisted living, data centers, actually, that's a new segment for us. And that's really quickly growing, you know, so commercial real estate across the board, but 
Yeah, so each industry has its own sort of unique needs, and we have software that kind of addresses those needs by industry, but the general platform really can be used by anyone. But like I said, you know, based on these new markets, especially last year, we kind of expanded into multiple new markets that really drove us to develop some new software. You know, again, as we were learning more about the market and talking to customers, it was like, oh, okay, we can address that, you know. So, um, yeah, so last year we launched three different products, actually, in the middle of COVID and everything going on. So it was actually pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, our engineering and product team are pretty phenomenal. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So let's dive into what marketing looks like for you guys. Who's your ICP or maybe a multiple, you know, given the different products? And then what are some of the marketing strategies you guys are utilizing to connect with your uh, customer base? Yeah. So there are different personas really that we go after, right? So there's different levels. So there's the facility managers that are the day-to-day users of the software, right? Mm -hmm. They see the full value, but they're not the decision makers. So we really look at them as influencers, but they're important, right? We want to make sure we get the right content in front of them. But we are more and more really trying to target the more senior decision makers. And that goes anywhere from operations. So a director, VP and above of operations. When it comes to our capital management software, so really helping with capital planning, that can be a CFO or a chief investment officer, you know, in commercial real estate, it's portfolio managers, you know, people that are responsible for the PNL of a building and profitability going forward. So facility management, operations, finance. So the interesting part about that is that we have to then tailor our messaging to each segment. So Mm -hmm. there are different pain points and different value props for the different segments. So we, you know, we have to do a fair bit of customization. Totally. Our messaging. So what, what are you excited about this year? You got any initiatives for marketing that you're excited about? Yeah, you know, so like I said, last year was all about expanding to these new markets, understanding the personas, starting to develop content for them, launching three new products kind of on top of everything else. So this year is kind of continuing to explore new markets. And then a lot of it is around developing premium content. So again, content Mm. that is going to appeal to those senior decision makers and talking about it, like we've been developing eBooks uh, with the vendor. So, you know, like 14 to 16 page eBooks that really kind of dig deep into the challenges that are, you know, what's happening in the industry, what are some of the trends and then kind of like, what are the solutions and how you can, you know, move facility management forward with innovation, with IoT, you know, I mean, there's just a lot of things that are happening. So we found that to be actually pretty effective. So then we use all the, you know, the different eBooks across multiple channels for lead gen purposes. Mm. So, you know, we've always kind of focused on top of funnel. One of the new things that we are trying out, and it's actually working out pretty well so far, is how to really draw in bottom of funnel customers, because, you know, it takes time, you know, you get those top of funnel leads, you put them through nurtures, and you wait for them to convert. And they do, but what we're trying to do is identify people that are very specifically looking now and want to make a decision in the next, you know, three months, not like six to 12 months. So going after software advice sites has been actually really interesting. So like Captera, G2. So we're kind of excited about that. That's a new channel that we're testing this year on top of, you know, paid social, Google, obviously testing on Bing. And it's actually kind of interesting. You don't really think of Bing usually, but it's a a lot less expensive than Google. So, you know, less traffic, but, but yeah, so we're constantly sort of testing different channels, different messaging, but I think honestly, it's content is king, right? It all comes back to, to that. You know, doing webinars this year, we're also excited that we can get back to events because last year there are no events happening. 
So uh, yeah, I think starting in August, August through November, we've got a bunch of different in-person events happening around the country. So we're excited to actually get out there and talk to customers. Nice. That's really exciting. So let's shift gears a little bit to uh, your experience as a marketer. So obviously you've been doing this for a while. You've had the vantage point of seeing many different spaces and industries. And what advice would you give to the other marketers out there in terms of doing marketing well and succeeding in the role? That's a good question. I think first and foremost, you always have to think about the customer first, right? And I've learned this the, the hard way over the years, you know, early on in my career, you know, it's very easy for marketers to sit in their offices and be like, oh, this sounds good. Let's put this out there, you know, and ads and yeah. you know, come up with very lofty messaging, but it just doesn't resonate. Right. So really kind of putting yourself in the customer's shoes, trying to understand what is it that is a challenge for them? What are their pain points? Again, I keep going back to that. But if you can understand what their challenges are and how you can address that and really speak to them in a way that is going to reach them, you know, that does wonders in terms of driving conversion rates. So yeah, so again, it's just kind of always come back to the customer. And then the other thing is just keep testing. You know, there's, I haven't found like that golden egg or whatever, you know, the golden goose. That's yeah. the right term. And it's constantly changing in marketing, especially in digital. Oh. So you've got to just keep testing, testing and learning, you know, rinse, repeat. But, totally. yeah, the two I that's awesome. Well, any last words of advice or words of wisdom at all before we run? Oh, yeah. One of the things I was going to mention earlier and kind of talking about customers is, like, for example, one specific story um, at Akita Box that kind of has been uh, pretty successful for us is that one of our customers, University of Wisconsin Health, which is really the university hospital and clinics, one of our early customers on our just, uh, you know, Akita Box platform. But Based on their needs, we developed our inspection software, which we launched last year. Hmm. So working very closely with them, you know, they were involved in the design and the review and feedback. And, you know, it was like, yeah, I think early last year, we, we uh, were able to deliver that to them. And actually they had a renewal coming up this year and they renewed. And so that proves like, okay, great. We've given them the value that they're looking for and being a real partner, right? It's not just about, I guess, yeah, last word of wisdom would be, don't just sell to your customers. It's not about just pushing things on them. It's be a partner, understand what's really going to make their lives easier or make their business more profitable or whatever it is, whatever industry they're in, be a real partner, be a friend, <laughs> Sounds I love it. you know, corny, but, but it's true, you know, and people want to work with people they like. Right. So rather than like a hardcore sell where you come in and you're totally out of touch with what the customer needs or wants. So. That would be my last word. That's awesome. Roxy, it's been awesome to have you on. I appreciate you joining today to share all your knowledge and insights. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you.